Hi, it's Brent from Flink Branding with another episode of Ideas Amplified. Snipes and your messaging. Why drawing attention to everything equals drawing attention to nothing. For smaller brands with limited advertising budgets, your packaging may be the only experience your customers have with your brand. Packaging has to do a lot of heavy lifting when it comes to selling a product. According to AC Nielsen, nearly two-thirds of consumers put new products in their cart just because the packaging caught their eye. And 41% will continue to buy a product just because of its packaging. And unlike advertising, an investment in packaging design doesn't require an additional media buy for consumers to be reached. They'll see you whenever they pass by you on the shelf. The temptation then is to shout at customers. It's understandable. You want to capture their attention, draw them to you and make the sale so you use bolder colors, larger, weightier fonts and more callouts and snipes. Image and blank space seem wasteful when your packaging is your only marketing tool. So you fill the space and call attention to the benefits. All of them if you can. You show off the new logo, make sure it's strong. Let them know the name of the product, make that big too. And don't forget the fact that you're uh, gluten-free and the product is non-GMO certified and it's dairy-free, low sodium. Oh, and it's uh, kosher and halal. They're all important to somebody, but when you call attention to everything, you call attention to nothing. Our eyes are drawn to contrasts, not just size and color. This humorous video from years ago demonstrates the idea brilliantly as the filmmakers demonstrate the difference between the typical packaging approaches of Microsoft and Apple. The video is available on YouTube if you're listening to the podcast. I definitely urge you to have a look at it later. Yes, they said it all, and their approach feels like desperation meets desktop publishing. It lacks sophistication, clarity, and direction, much like giving someone a sales pitch and thrusting a business card at them when you first meet them at a party, then racing off to meet your next victim without waiting for a response. Packaging design is an extension of your brand. Take it seriously. Design and messaging should be tailored to your audience and their needs. It should convey a level of sophistication and personality that you want to have attributed to your brand. How can you decide what goes on your packaging and still help customers scan your product line easily? Start with clear messaging hierarchy. When you have one or two products, this won't be much of an issue, but if your product is a hit and has various line extensions and now you have 28 products on the shelf, a clear messaging hierarchy is key. Allow me to illustrate. Let's say you've got a cereal called Crunchy O's. It's selling well and you wonder about doing a line extension. Quinoa seems very popular right now, so you decide to create Quinoa Crunchy O's, and they sell well too. Then you get the idea to introduce a gluten-free Crunchy O's, and then a chocolate version that's not gluten-free, 
then raspberry, vanilla, and maple, then quinoa crunchy O's in chocolate. Next, you introduce crunchy bites, graham crackers, and a snack mix called crunchy bites. The snack mix comes in chocolate, blueberry, and strawberry, and is also gluten-free. You could market the Crunchy O's line together, except that some are gluten-free and some aren't. And if you separate them, the gluten-free ones won't have much impact in the gluten-free aisle. Maybe the line is called Crunchies and grouped all together, except that some are breakfast and some are snacks. The correct messaging hierarchy places the product under the brand, the variety under the product, and the flavor under the variety. Each layer of communication becomes subordinate to the layer above, and each has its size, placement, and graphic approach locked down so that consumers can focus on the one thing you want them to notice that's different. So a consumer looking for gluten-free options will therefore read brand, product name, variety, gluten-free, and then flavor. This allows the gluten-free line to extend into a variety of flavors, each with its own color cues. Planning ahead anticipates additional varieties in the product line. The packaging design can then accommodate line extensions before they're needed by solving design issues like multiple languages and anticipated varieties in advance. Designs are done using the worst case scenario first. So start with multiple languages, the longest product name, the longest variety name, and the longest flavor name. And then, having proof of concept, you can roll the idea back to reality, safe in the knowledge that a roadmap exists for f future extensions and plans. I mentioned color cues. <clears throat> Earlier, or in another podcast slash blog, a piece called In Praise of Colorful Language, I talked about how descriptive text adds value and helps differentiate products. So an example of that would be Virginia Wild Strawberries and Cream. It sounds way more exclusive and unique than simply saying strawberry. Once they've tried and liked your product, however, they'll probably use some form of shorthand for recalling the variety they prefer. This is where strong color associations help. Your customer may love Virginia Wild Strawberries and Cream, but will more likely ask whoever is shopping, uh, just get the pinkish one. As with messaging hierarchy, that's a hard word to say, consistency is key. Colors should have the same hues and mean the same things across your various product lines. Thus, orange and brown will mean chocolate and peanut butter across all lines, not chocolate and peanut butter in the cookie line and French vanilla in the cereal product line. Ensure that the colors you choose have sufficient space between them too, so that your customers don't mistake your baked apple variety for your strawberries and cream variety. And at last I'm going to explain that, head, that header at the top. 
snipes, callouts, and slashes. First off, you may not be familiar with snipes. What are they? In a design, a snipe is a small added graphic device, usually a strip, placed over a section of an ad or a package showing information you want to call attention to. The snipes in the picture at the top are Wesley Snipes, in case you aren't familiar with the actor. Anyway, I think he's been in prison for a number of years. Don't know what he's done lately. Uh, anyway, back to packaging. As a general rule, less is more when it comes to callouts and snipes. They interrupt the design, and if overdone, they can undermine your brand's quality perception. Try to focus on things that are new or newsworthy, like a newly introduced flavor or a special offer, relevant to that audience, such as non-GMO for an organic product, or temporary, like 30% more or free for a contest. As soon as it's reasonable, revert back to your original packaging design. After all, new can only be considered new for so long. At Flink Branding, we're all about helping you stand apart and rise above by building your brand on the very ideas that made you get into business in the first place. Ideas that made you better and different. Like a little help fighting for market share, getting lost on the shelf? Get in touch because we'd love to help. We're at flink.ca. Cheers. We'll talk soon.